It is Almost Daily Discourse, and I'm here with your perfectly adequate hosts, Chicky, Tony, Phil, and here today's topic, me, Mikey. So I know <laughs> we've talked at length about how sad all of our growing up was, but what about the good stuff? What are some of y'all's favorite childhood memories? I know last week I dropped the ball. I talked about dystopian <laughs> futures. Let's talk about positive pastimes. Uh, I want to hear about, you know, uh, winning Pinewood Derby or, you Sad know, hitting a, hitting a, like hitting a game winning double or whatever and getting to go to McDonald's. Like, tell me about the good stuff from your childhoods, y'all. It's funny you mentioned Pinewood Derby. I, I distinctly remember <laughs> Pinewood Derby. Um, I made a car. Okay, so I um, <laughs> was a fan of uh, Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I made a car. My my car was basically like black, but with like money symbols gold? on it. Yeah. Because I was trying to be Ted. Yeah, gold dollar signs. Because I was trying to be Ted DiBiase. And and I remember we put like weighted little like BBs in the front to weight it down. Right. And it was dope. And it fell off the track. And <laughs> I cried. And I remember distinctly crying. And basically it was like, this is why we can't do anything. You're too sensitive, you know, to, to compete. Wow, damn. And I remember crying. Um don't do this. This is worse than good don't stuff. do this. This is not what but we you wanted. Were- you brought up Pinewood Derby. You know, okay, oh, I got so, smoked so, in the Pinewood Derby. Uh, you know, I got smoked in mine. I went. I, I was. I did the Pinewood Derby as well, and I had this um, this race car toy that I really liked. I was like, let's let's design it like that. So it'll be super fast. And my dad actually was able to do that and cut it out, and his design really cool. And we painted it really cool. And he he had this idea of instead of putting the instead of putting the weights like in the middle or towards the front, he put it in the back to push or something whatever and we go do the race tony and like three two one boom and everybody's car takes off and my car's like just nothing just nothing and i'm crying too i'm crying like the little girl that tony and i were when we grew up i'm crying but mike i'm gonna save it because there's two good things that came out of that memory is so that reminds me of a story that i had where i was playing little league hey but hey there's more there's more there's more and there was a guy at second base and it's the bottom of the ninth we're losing by one right so i'm up to bat and, uh, you know, my mom is in the stands, and my father is actually the umpire. He's he's calling the game no behind shit. me. So there's there's two outs, and I'm standing there waiting for a good pitch to hit because I'm not a bad batter. And the first ball comes in down the middle. I take the first pitch. Okay, yeah, that's a strike, right? I foul the second one off. I'm 0-2 I'm right now. Ball goes Far and outside, high and outside, my f- own fucking father calls strike three on me. <laughs> and I just turn around and stare at him like, are you kidding me? I know you have glasses, <laughs> old man, but that was uh, that was outside and high. And you're going to call me out on that? And we lost the game because of my father. Man, that was the last time I ever saw my dad. <laughs> but Mike, but Mike, to your point, actually, so that was a bad memory, but... My dad felt so bad. He went and and bought some cool a new son cars. because he wanted one that was a <laughs> winner. Great. He bought some new cars for me to play with my GI Joes, and I loved them. I kept them forever. But the thing was, the design underwear drawer. Yeah. <laughs> 
Way to call it back. Way to call it back, Tony. <laughs> but we, I won like top design and went all the way to state and took like third in state for design. So it, it turned out to be a good memory. But it was, it was. Don't don't talk about Pinewood Derby. It triggers. It triggers me. Man. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm just glad to uh, be in a group of people who also sucked at Pinewood Derby. Uh, <laughs> my car looked dope as hell. It had flames. Uh, it was so yes. So- uh, <laughs> two, the the names of two punk bands that nobody's ever heard of carved on the side of them. <laughs> oh, I was like seven, but like sorry, they were alternative rock bands from yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It was it was cake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going the distance, but <laughs> it's going for speed. Come on. But oh. so uh, real talk though, uh, one of my favorite memories is like every Sunday morning, my dad would play Johnny Cash songs. And my mom would make pancakes and then we would watch the Patriots. The Patriots were terrible. Uh, this was the Steve Grogan days. This was the, you know, like uh, pre, pre-Drew Bledsoe, uh, just real bad. And every week they would lose. And every week we knew they were going to lose. But we would all sit together and like talk, talk crap at the TV. And like the whole day just felt perfect. Nice. And it was only because you brought up Pinewood Derby. I did yeah. not plan to to turn <laughs> your, your positive topic. And what's funny is I, I intentionally, I challenge myself. I'm also lazy. I don't really read over the topics too early, you know? And so I try to like day of, I'm like, all right, well, what comes to my head? And the first thing that popped in my head was, uh, well, you mentioned Boy Scouts. I did a Boy Scout march once in, um, Monterey, California, and at the end of the march, there was uh, this, I think it was called the carousel, and it was like, A, it had a giant carousel, but they also made these giant, like, tubs of ice cream and stuff, one of those, like, kitschy places, and um, me, my parents, and when my grandparents visited, all went to the carousel and got, like, the super giant ice cream, you know, and I remember that, distinctly remember sitting there, um, and what made it even better is they also had the chicken that played uh, tic-tac-toe. And I don't know how he did it, but it doesn't matter. The, the chicken always won. And and that was the place that, you know, it was just a, a happy memory with family, grandparents, a shit ton of ice cream, and a game-playing chicken. You can't really top that. Yeah. That, I mean, Have I, you been back since you were an adult? No. Um, so funny enough, um, I... Where was I? When I lived in when I lived in LA for a job, I went to San Jose for work and and it's like an hour from Monterey. So I found my old house. Like I drove back and found my old house um and saw that for the first time in like 15 years. Um, but I didn't go back to the I don't even know if it's still there, the carousel. Um, but no, I didn't go there. But I did get to check some of it out. Uh, B-Mail's got one that actually triggered a memory for me. My happiest memory, this is his, my happiest memory was growing up when they had one TV and it was in my parents' room. So Friday and Saturday nights, me and my three brothers would all sleep on the floor in my parents' room to watch TV. And that was a good oh. memory. Uh, you know, I, I would, I would debate. I don't, I don't know why colors uh, soothe me, but there was a point in time where we had these blue curtains over my window and the sun would set and I had to debate. Do I go to sleep with the cool blue light in my room? Maybe I was being abducted by aliens. Who fucking knows? But, you know, cool cool blue light in my room. Or 
do I go to my parents' room and say I can't sleep and then get to step watching MASH and Night Court with them in their bed, sitting in between them. And so, you know, that was that was always a, a fun time. Yeah. Phil, you got to have something fun. Speaking yeah. of emails, I, I have a lot of good stories. I'm not about to get into them, but a lot of them revolve around just watching TV with friends and family. And, and that's kind of going away because, first off, everyone has their own. Well, let's jump back 20 years. Everyone has their own TV. TVs are cheaper and easier to come by. Today, everyone has their TV on their phone. Yeah. You know, and, so nobody's watching or... this, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Phil? I'm really disappointed that you guys didn't continue the bit of just telling sad stories from our childhood. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, you know, I, I tried to cut in before yours got happy, Charles. I know you say, did. Hey, hey, this is a bit we're trying to do. Let's keep this bit train rolling. we got to make Mike feel welcome. Me. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, come no, on. You steamrolled me. Yeah. So <laughs> let me talk about more sad stories about my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> No, there, there I do. I do appreciate your commitment. Yeah. Well, I'm, let's let's be honest. I haven't rolled a perfect record on that. Um, <laughs> so no, let's let's talk about uh, when we went to Canada. My my family went up to Canada on a uh, almost like a group family trip. My father is the oldest of ten, so the closest one um, next to him in age. And their family and our family went to Canada together. It's like the group of uh, of eight of us hitting up those Toronto streets. You know, my my father and his his sister are both Irish Italian uh, Irish Catholic, so um, they they're literally like watching Big Bird in Japan. Like yeah. they're, they're both seven foot, you know, eight, <laughs> as they're trying to you know not look American in Canada. <laughs> But it was pretty cool. I mean, uh, the the things that really stand out was uh, this was probably around 92, 93. But there was a, a maze. There was an indoor maze in Toronto. And, you know, this is pre-escape room, you know, timing. But there was a big, you know, almost like a warehouse size maze that, you know, had um, punch cards along the way. Right. You had to, you know, you had to make sure you hit every punch card. And whoever got through it the fastest time ended up winning a prize or like a car or something at the end of the end of the month. So, you know, that was a lot of fun. And I it sticks out with me, even though I was probably around like six. Then also hopping over to the Hockey Hall of Fame because I was just in my adolescence of playing hockey. So to go up and actually get to see some of the old you know, jerseys and, and the actual Stanley Cup and and all these old videos and photos from a, a sport that would mean so much to me in the near future was was something big. And, uh, you know, I haven't been back since. Mm. So I hold that memory close because it's the only time I've actually gone to Toronto to the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's cool. Now, if you went back now, would it be a sad memory because of oh, a good God, memory? No. Okay. No, 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 because I would bring the child, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. would it would be a new thing cuz he he already understands sports. You know, he doesn't he doesn't understand big you know, Huey Lewis fan that kid. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, you yeah, have yeah. no idea. You have no idea. I mean <laughs> I've got him singing on one a new drug. It's a cool how thing. underrated the time is. Like yeah, daddy, come on. the time. What's the time? And I was like, "Oh, but <laughs> something you need to learn." Anyway, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um once he gets older, but yeah, I would love to. 
I have another weird story, but I'm going to let somebody else go because uh, it paints my father what, in a creepier light, but it kind of worked out in the, in, in the better. What about uh, what about with your friends? Uh, growing up, a bunch of off stories I won't get into because they were bad, but one of the, the earliest ones, I was like, you know, this was this is a cool moment that people actually cared that to, we all did it together. And it's, it's kind of like Dragon Con now, right, where we come together and it's, it was together. Um, live was about, or had just dropped, uh, lightning crashes as a single. And I forget the name of the album, but that was their sophomore album. And we is, I was 16 and my buddy was 16. And, and, uh, the three of us, we had another guy with the three of us went out and he had this big hoopty car, which is what we call the big, like Cadillacs or whatever. And it's all beat up, but we decided to go out, try to go buy the CD, right? Cause that's the times, right? And it sold out. Well, let's get Color of Grey. Let's see what this is. And we grabbed it, which is their first album, which is actually a really good album uh, for live. And so we we decided to do that. And none of us drink. We're acting drunk because we're all getting away from our, our parents who are very strict. And we end up going to Papa John's and getting a pizza. And we end up sitting in the trunk of this car. Like, we just popped the, the trunk hood, sitting in the... I'm sorry, Kilted, in the boot. We're sitting in the boot of the car, okay? Um <laughs> And we've got this live album blasting, and we're just chomping on Papa John's pizza. And I mean, I think we ended up, we're supposed to go somewhere the next day. We ended up staying all night. It was stupid, but it was, it was, it was stupid fun without getting in trouble. Yeah. Throwing uh, copper. Throwing copper. Yes. That was the first one. It was so, no, that was the second one. That was their second one. Yeah. yeah Beauty of Grey was the first one, I think. Yeah. They're a local band to where I was from. So. That's true. Yeah. 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 Athens. <laughs> yeah, Athens, Athens, Greece. <laughs> I um, I went to uh, this is like really random, but hey, it's a good memory, whatever. Um, so when we lived in Germany, we were we were about to get stationed to Georgia, um, but we hadn't visited Italy yet at that point. We wanted to go to Italy, um, so we were like, "Crap!" Now- <laughs> Sorry, it slipped. My bad. Now we're now we're on the clock because we don't have a lot of time, and so right. my dad couldn't make it because he had to work. Um, so me and my mom just traipsed through Italy and, and my dad was like, I'm not Italian. I am. My mom is. So, all right. Um, so we went, um, my mom got deathly ill when we were in, oh. uh, Florence. <laughs> like, uh. and oh, is this, it's such a beautiful I, town to get. Sick I've told in. this story a hundred <laughs> times and she knows, like she was like puking in the river Seine, which is like the big river oh, that goes through the oh, thing so just bad. next to death. And so it was like, all right, we at least got to go see the statue of David. So we made it, um, saw the statue of David. She was sick she the whole day. everywhere. But God, <laughs> have you seen the exorcist? <laughs> she, she goes in, looks up at it, and just vomits everywhere. <laughs> but powered through, the next day, good to go. And so we get to Venice, and we basically just, like, there's no tour. And it's just like, all right, you're in Venice, go. And yep. so we just roam around Venice for I have no idea how long it was um, just buying knickknacks and eating food. And that was it. Like, and it's one of like my favorite trips ever. Um, as soon as we got off the, the little shuttle boat, uh, a, a couple friends that we met on the trip ran to Wendy's. Like there was a Wendy's on the island and they wanted a frosty. Uh, so that's where we parted ways. But otherwise, we just went and hung out in Venice, and I have not been back. I swear one day I will go back, but 
you know, mom got over being sick. We just hung out, ate a crap ton of food and, you know, acted awesome in Venice. Man. One that's of these beautiful, days, Tony. That's a great uh, story. One of these days, all of us, we're just going to do a world tour with our show and film it and maybe turn it into a Netflix special or some shit. But I want to I want to go to all these places and then have your stupid humor with me as we go and you're making fun of shit. Then I'm like, oh, man, look at this cool. I'm not eating Papa John's or listening to live. Well, yeah. you, <laughs> what, you, don't, you don't want double diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> the audio kind and the food kind? <laughs> Uh, what's another uh, one, Mike? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a story that rivals Tony's because uh, we were poor. Uh, so Venice was off the table. Um, but, you know, that's cool, Tony. I'm glad I'm glad you had that experience. <laughs> uh, uh, one day um, we were 16, 17, uh, trouble making use. Uh, but like one thing that we loved doing more than anything was skateboarding. And so, like, there was a whole summer where basically the entire summer was me getting enough gas money from my job to drive to a local elementary school that had, like, a cool, like, stair set and rail and, like, curb setup, popping the trunk open on my 95 Escort and playing the Aquabats while we skated all summer long. Uh, and so like we listened to the fury of the Aquabats for probably a hundred hours that summer. Uh, me and actually my buddy, Professor Pepper from a few weeks back when we were talking about fuckable robots. Um, he was my skateboarding like homie. Um, and so like we would, we would skate for hours and hours and hours listening to the Aquabats in the middle of the summer, just like, being so stupid and like eating shit like all day long covered in scrapes and bruises right and then at night we would go see our friends like local bands play shows at vfws i and hate to how this close day, our life is <laughs> i hate it to this you day that's like my favorite summer of all time you uh, switch out the aquabats and you put in placebo and that's pretty much my life <laughs> Oh, Phil, I did, I did promise uh, Ryland today. He's trying to learn uh, skateboard tricks. I'm like, you just wait till Phil comes. He'll show you some skateboard tricks. I can still kickflip and, uh, and whatnot. I, I can still land tray flips, but I can still do uh, the basics. Uh, I, can, I can probably uh, still drop in. Sounds like like a plea to to Phil's son. I can still kickflip. Yeah, I, I, cool. I got it, bud. You'll see, you'll see how cool your papa is. Watch your papa do a pop shove it. That will show you. I can pop shove it to manual what? Is that like twist it, bop it, pop shove it? I don't understand (laughs) what you're talking about right now. So the year was 2004, and I was in Switzerland. I just turned 18, and I'm on a school trip with... uh, I didn't know you were for real for a second. Sorry, I thought you were doing a bit. Nope, not a bit. This is a real story. So we were, we, it was a school trip, you know, it was our senior year school trip for uh, the people that didn't go to Spain. We went to Switzerland, Italy, and Germany instead. We and went to I, Savannah, Georgia, three hours away. <laughs> we did Salem, Massachusetts every year from fourth grade until senior year. It I was, was homeschooled. We went to the grocery store for a school trip. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
So as I was saying, uh, <laughs> I went with uh, with a bunch of people, and it was it was really okay because what happened was the religion teacher, because I went to a Catholic high school that I had, and I uh, we did not get along at all. Huh? But yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> Something that I think is meaningless and, and hopeless is uh, well. Anyway, we're not getting into that. That's next week. Good um, stuff, Bill. <laughs> so my religion teacher that I just could not ever get on the same page with said, "Hey, man, it's your birthday. You're 18. You're in Europe. Go let Sony. me let me take <laughs> you out for a drink." I said, "All right. You know, he's he's extending. This is not Greece, but he's extending the olive branch to me. Let's let's take him up on this beer." So at that point, the franc, the Swiss franc, was trading at 33 American cents. And one beer was one franc. So, for those who can do math, (laughs) if you're going to get a six-pack, you're looking at $2 for a six-pack of beer. So... He brings me out for a drink, and what we end up doing is we were down by the waterfront, and we found in Switzerland an uh, an English hooligan soccer bar, and we were like, well, they speak English here, so we might as well join this place. Three hours go by, and me and my religion teacher are kind of shit-faced. Uh, we, we get into everything like, why were you a dick? And I was like, well, why were you such a bad teacher? By the end of the night... We became friends. <laughs> but the greatest thing is we are about to leave and we've paid our tab. And as we're walking halfway out, stumbling out the bar, a group of hooligans come marching into the bar dressed as superheroes. We had <laughs> Superman. We had Batman. We had Spider-Man, Wolverine, Wonder Woman. We had the fucking Hulk was there. Hell yeah. And of course, my teacher being drunk as it is, he's like, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. He just turned 18. He just turned 18. So they were like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah, mate. Come on. Come up to the bar. I'll get some pints. We got some pints. So we start drinking more, right? And and it's, one thing leads to another. And it comes into the conversation that the gentleman who is dressed as Wonder Woman, who has fake breasts on, also has mechanical breasts that he has filled with milk, and oh, he's shooting no. milk oh. out of his breasts oh. at everything. It was the most oh, insane. No. Like, I'm pretty sure none of this happened, and me and him just took mushrooms under a bridge somewhere. Because <laughs> that is more fucking believable than titty throwing milk at, at a at a bar in Switzerland. It was great, and you know, the the, the cool thing about it is me and this guy who. I never got along with for almost four years that I was there. Kind of buried the hatchet over a couple pints in Switzerland. And, you know, we we were friendly outside of school for the next couple of years, you know. So uh, it, it will always stay as a weird night, but also a positive night where I kind of got to mend a relationship that was severely broken for a while. Well, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Man. And there's a picture of me somewhere with that milk titty in my mouth. Jesus. I know there is. Who uh, has it? I don't know, but it's out there. Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have you seen this boy? I, I'll bring it Such back. Such a perfect time for like, fucking Bill. 
<laughs> Milk comes in on milk titties, squirting everywhere, and there you go. Um, I'll say, you guys always get hyped about Dragon Con. It is such an exhaustive blur to me that it takes months for me to go, oh, man, that was so awesome. But right after Dragon Con, when everybody comes back to the house, and they're doing whatever they want. Some people just want to hang out in the house and talk to each other, like Kurt will sit at the table and have conversations with my wife because they both don't get to have you know, adult conversations a whole lot, or at least she doesn't. I don't know. She's with the kids all the time. Um, you know, and I'm out by the fire pit and people are just circling. I love that. Those are the times that make the Dragon Con memories for me. And, you know, just, just those hangouts. And that's why it's important to me when people come over. Um, and that's why, you know, Mike Ellison will never be invited again because he turned me down the first year. So fuck him. Right. You know, that's, but, uh, mm. <laughs> that was a, yeah. that was a fun night until I woke up in a house by myself with a stranger. Um, which house was that it, so and i'm sure we're short on time but real quick we um you know Not we got a short. New... don't worry we got <laughs> we got time Tony. we got time tell that come on <laughs> so uh last year we all stayed in an airbnb and then the night of the barbecue we moved to a different airbnb that was closer to your house um we barbecued it was it was, it was an absolute great night it's a it's a just awesome memory because we can relax you know and kind of just converse and chill and 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 get it in with everyone um so we moved to the other airbnb everyone goes to sleep i guess i think it was dennis and his crew and phil and a van full of people hit the road at like five in the morning right and i was like eh, i'm gonna sleep in i don't have a long i'm only driving an hour and a half home uh meanwhile somebody in the other party who will remain nameless i think it was world's lamest dm or whatever his name is <laughs> uh checked out of the airbnb it was like hey everything was great no. we're good thank you so much so oh i i i kind of wake up in a post dragon con sleep and i hear like something rattling around phil i didn't tell you the story you've not told any of us the story our faces are the big I, picture because we're like holy shit what is this story so, you're telling I wake up, I hear something like rattling around, right? Like a, like a chain or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? All right. And I kind of, I do one of those, like, I'm just going to ignore the ghost and it won't know I'm here. So then I hear like, like something like tapping on the floor, like tap, 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 tap. And I was like, what the fuck? So I get up and I hear noises. Oh, and by the way, I'm upstairs. It's a two-story Airbnb. I'm upstairs in a room in the back, conked out. So I get woken up and I kind of come creeping down these stairs. I'm like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you gotta elevate your voice. We need some sugar. I'm still here. Um, Hello? And That's then, <laughs> so much scarier than being an adult, Tony. Oh, well, man. I didn't know what was going on. Look, man, look. On the other, hindsight. can you imagine the, the story on the other end? No, okay, let, him go let, let him finish. Let him finish. I, go finish. Go I get it. Fine. <laughs> hindsight, maybe I look like a little girl, but I thought there was a ghost <laughs> in the damn house. So I come down the stairs. I'm like, hey, um, hello. And then two puppies come running up to me <gasps> with. It was their chain, their collar that was ringing, and their feet on the wooden floor. And I'm like, hey, hey, guys. And it's this older, older black guy. He was like, 
hey man um i thought you checked out i was like no yeah i got a message that you checked out and everything was good i was like uh no that was the other guy and he was like i'm so sorry i'm like dude it's all good and like i played with the dogs and i was like <laughs> well and then he said he was like i'm gonna be cleaning up you can stay another couple hours i'm like no i'm up now like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Oh my god! i'm just gonna go ahead and hit the road i was like i don't have far to uh, go um but then it was all good and i got to play with his dogs and we kind of laughed and he was super apologetic and i was like no no man not your fault and everything dennis's was fault. okay yeah i yeah, don't know if, it was I, dennis Robinson's i don't know if fault. dennis knows this story <laughs> uh, i told it to somebody somebody has heard this story here's uh, the thing dennis still won't know the story because even that he didn't even know we do this show no, so. and he doesn't have he doesn't have permanence in anything in his life. That's true. So. Oh man! But he has oh a sauna, God. and that's all that matters. He has an so, indoor yeah. sauna. Yeah. So that I know was the we day all love after the barbecue. Uh, I know we all uh, love Dennis's sauna, uh, but what I want to show love to tonight <laughs> is BailProject.org. Uh, the Bail Project Inc. is an unprecedented effort to combat mass incarceration at the front end of the system. We pay bail for people in need, re reuniting families and restoring the presumption of innocence. Because bail is returned at the end of a case, donations to the Bail Fund National Revolving Bail Fund can be recycled and reused to pay bail two or three times a year, maximizing the impact of your dollar's donations. 100% of online donations are used to bring people home. Right now, uh, we're in a weird time uh, it's important to remember that like the justice system is structured in a way that you are innocent until you're proven guilty. And so the bail fund is for the bail project and bail funds in general are set up to like, Oh shit. Help people Holy out. God. Sorry. I don't know if y'all heard that, but that fucking killed me. Yeah, we so, heard it. Sorry. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's what I want to share the love to tonight is bailproject.org. Uh, it's a, it's a cause that's super near and dear to my heart. Um, so, Thank you all for that. Uh, make sure to find us at Almost Daily Pod on all the socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Charles keeps saying Instagram. Uh, we don't have an Instagram. To the best of my <laughs> we'll hour. get there. Uh, we've got t-shirts for sale on tiny.cc slash GSTU, all in caps. Um, you can find me at futurexskeleton on Twitter, although lately it's just been about baseball uh, because we are all love baseball. Uh, and yeah, uh, I hope you all had a great Thursday and tomorrow, Friday, you'll hear the new episode. Uh, I don't know who's introing it. It might be Phil. <laughs> <laughs>